All right, so we'll say good morning. Let us begin. I'm going to begin by thanking our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Teves. To thank Dovi and Nina Elman for dedicating all of the Shi'ur and this month in honor of the Bas Mitzvah of their daughter Ayelet. May Shemir Tashem continue to grow into a source of nachas and a true Bastisro. Also with that, let us begin. Today's daf is Lamidchas 38, and we are picking up Emir Tashem on the bottom of Lamid Zayin Amud Beis, three lines, well, two lines up from the bottom of the daf. Am Rabasi. Rabasi says as follows. Well. So we're still continuing in the interesting sugya regarding these intriguing cases of different types of dough and their halachic ramifications both vis-a-vis matzah as well as for the use of, uh, for their use on Pesach. So I'm Rav Asi, Isa shall Meister Shanis. Rav Asi said as follows, Isa, a dough of Meister Shanis. So we'll remember again, Meister Shani, which we've spoken about extensively over the last number of days, is a tithe. But the halacha is that tithe must be taken too. Yerushalayim and consumed in Yerushalayim itself. So what happens if one has a Meister Shani dough? Shabbat so said, this is the subject of an interesting Machlokes in general. Let's read this and then we'll explain. Seisa shal Meister Shani, ledivir Rabbi Meir patura minachal. According to Rabbi Meir, such a dough is potter from chala. Ledivir chachamim chayev espechala. But according to the chachamim, ultimately, again, the dough is chayev and chala. And I will say, what's the machlokes? If you look at Rashi, Rashi says, "Ladivrei Rabbi Meir, do Amar beparak sheni de kiddushin, Meiser mamon gavoahu." So I will say, interestingly enough, interestingly enough, according to Rabbi Meir, so Meiser sheni is considered to be mamon gavoah. It is considered to be the property of the ribono shalom. Now I will say, I want to be clear. Rabbi Meir, of course, <coughs> Rabbi Meir is not disagreeing that the individual has the right to consume Meister Shini, right? That's, that's, not, that's not the Machlokas. Of course, a person has the right to Shaila is, but what is, what is the nature, what is the status, ultimately, again, of this Meister Shini item? Rabbi Meir essentially says that although you have the right for, to consumption, Halachal Meister really has the status of Kodesh, because it has the status of Kodesh, therefore halacha l'maisa, it's exempt from chalo. The chacham on the other hand, no, Maisa Shani is not Kodesh, right? Maisa Shani is, both said now to say it's chulin is also a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a, of a misnomer. It's not chulin either, but rather again, it's certainly, it's, it, it's regular, it's a regular item that has an additional level of sanctity. But therefore the chacham will say that it's chayim in chalo. Top of Lamed Ches, so too, Matzos shall Meiser Shein. You'll give Rabbi Meir in Adam Yotzei by Yedechav also. See, we're going to both say, if you have Matzah made out of Meiser Shein, according to Rabbi Meir, one cannot discharge their obligation on Pesach with such Matzahs. With such Matzahs. And I will say, and I will see exactly why that is. According to the Chachamim, you can discharge your obligation on Pesach with matzos made of Meiser Shani. We'll say another case, Esrog shall Meiser Shani. Listen to this interesting case. What happens if you have an Esrog, a Meiser Shani Esrog? <coughs> so what's the halacha? L'divir Rabbi Meir in Yotzei Ba Yedei So according to Rabbi Meir, you cannot fulfill your obligation on Sukkot with a Meiser Shani Esrog. 
However, the different But according to Chachamim, one is able to go ahead and fulfill their obligation on Yamtiv with a Meister Shani Essex. Therefore, I will say, Halochala Meister, the Gemara outlines three areas of Machlokis of Meister Shani. Number one, Chala. Number two, Matzah. Number three, Esrug. So remember again, if you have a dough of Meister Shani, you have matzah of Meister Shani, you have an Esrog of Meister Shani. In all of these cases, Rabbi Meir's shita is that halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa, uh, Meister Shani is considered to be mamon gavoa, consecrated money. So because of that, it's exempted from challah. Because remember again, only regular dough is chayiv in challah. Now, Esrog and matzah will have to see what the issue is, right? Why, why is it? Why is it? that you can't use an esrog of Meister Shani, why is it that you can't use mice, matzah of Meister Shani? That's not yet clear. So we'll analyze that. Papa. So Papa raised the kasha. Bishlama isa dechsev ariso seichem. Mishalochem. So we'll say, I understand by matzah, excuse me, by chalo, when the Torah speaks out the obligation of chalo, the Torah says, reishis ariso seichem, Tarimu chalo, or I should say, reishis ariso seichem chalo, tarimu truma. So we'll say, the, the Torah speaks out the obligation to go ahead and separate chalo. It speaks out separating chalo from your dough. From your dough. So therefore, again, halo chalamaisa, I can understand why Rabbi Meir would hold that the mitzvah of chalo would not apply to Meisr Shani. Why not? Because again, Meisr Shani, according to Rabbi Meir, it's not my dough. It's not my dough, but rather, ultimately, again, it's the dough of the Ribbono Shalolam. I understand why would it be exempt from Matzah. By Esrig also, I could hear why Rabbi Meir would say that Halach Alamaisi can't use an Esrig of Meisr Shani. Because of all side, the Pasik says by Esrig, you will take for you. I understand that by Esther Grimby it has to be mine as well. So we'll say, remember again, just to be clear, Rabbi Meir's shita is, the Machogus Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim, very simply put, is who does Meister Shani belong to? Of course, everyone is agreeing that I have the right to consume Meister Shani. The Shaila is who does it belong to? Rabbi Meir saying, Meister Shani belongs to the Ribbono Shalom. Chachamim saying, Meister Shini belongs to the individual. So according to Rabbi Meir, who holds that Meister Shini belongs to the Ribbono Shalom, so I understand, I don't have to take Meister, excuse me, I don't have to take Chala from Meister Shini. Why? Because Ariso Sechem, the Torah phrases the obligation of Chala as something you take from your dough. I understand if I can't use an esrog of Meiser Shani. Why? Because again, by esrog it says, "Lokachem lochem." You will take for yourselves. I but matzah mixiv matzaschem. But I will say, why can't I use matzah made from Meiser Shani? There's no possessive, right? There, there's no there's no element of possession written by matzah, right? Does it say you have to eat matzah, your matzah? It just says you have to eat matzah. You have to eat matzah. So why should there be an issue if at the end of the day the matzah comes from Maisa Shani? Amarava vitim asyo lechem lechem. Mostly listen to this. Rabbi Meir makes a of lechem lechem. 
lechem lechem. Wasik zir shavav lechem lechem. Ksiv hacha lechem oni. It says by matzah lechem oni, which I will say again, we know that that word oni is subject to dispute as well, but let's just translate it as pshuto shamikra, poor man's bread. Uksiv hasam, and it says by chala v'hayob achlochem milechem haaretz. And it will be when you go ahead and eat from the bread of the land. So we'll say essentially, according to the mayor, you would make a gzir shava between matzah and chala. Sounds interesting, right? Between matzah and chala. Ma'lhalan mishalachem. Just like by the halach of chala, you're only obligated to go ahead and take chala from your dough. Afkan Mishalochem. So too by Matzah, in order to fulfill the obligation of Matzah on Pesach, you only fulfill the obligation if Halacha you end up going ahead and taking from or eating from your own Matzah. Sefer, I will say, we've now successfully established the Shita of Rabbi Meir that Halacha Lamaisa, Maiser Shani, is exempt from Chala. Maiser Shani cannot be used to make Matzah, and Maiser Shani cannot be used to furnish an Esrog with, through which you would go ahead and fulfill the Mitzvah Dalad Minim on Sukkis. All the same. Now again, the logic is different for each. When it comes to chala, it's your dough. When it comes to esrug, you should take your own. I where does matzah? Matzah learned out lechem lechem from chala. Chachamim, remember again, disagree with all of this, which is how we pass. Can we pass next to chachamim? Chachamim disagree with all of them. Say no, that 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 that's not true. Meiser Sheni is not Mamon Gavoa, right? Remember again, the Chacham say Meiser Sheni is yours. It's yours to eat, but again, it's yours to eat with restrictions and limitations, right? That halacha you have to eat it in Yerushalayim, you have to eat it in a state of Tara, you can't be in Avelo. So yes, it's yours, but Lamaisa, it's Lamaisa, it's yours to be consumed in a certain specific way. Good, Sligmar goes weiter. Leo Messiah, so we'll say, let's bring a Braisa that supports this, or a statement that supports this. Isa shall Meister Shani Petura Minachalo, Divrate Rabbi Meir. The dough of Meister Shani is Pata from Chalo. These are the words of Rabbi Meir. Vechachamim Omrim Chayebes. But the Chachamim says such a dough is Chayev. To which the Gemar Sligmar says, what do you mean you're bringing this as a proof? Hainuhach. This is exactly what we just said before. It's the same thing. Same exact statement we just made before. To which the Gemara says, no, 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 look at what we're driving at. So the Gemara says, Hachi Ka'amar. Let's say it's Hachi Amar. This is what it means to say. Leima, midimiflegi bahanach. Excuse me, midimiflegi be'isa, bahanach nami pligi. So you say, here's what's interesting. In the first iteration of this Machlogis, Rabbi Meir and Chachamim, the Gemara quoted three areas of dispute. Chala, Matzah, and Esrug. If you notice over here, when the Gemara is quoting, the Gemara is only quoting one area of dispute. And what's the one area of dispute? Chala. Chala. So the Gemara says, well, let's analyze this. Perhaps the same way that Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim argue in the case of, of taking Chala from a dough of Maeser Sheni, they argue in the other cases as well as of Matz and Esrug. O Dilma, or perhaps, according to this version, shiny hasam, maybe chala is different, dechsev, arisosechem, arisosechem, trezimni. I will say, maybe chala is different. Why is chala going to be different? Because I will say, interestingly enough, the halacha is 
that the Torah writes the word Arisosechem, your dough, twice. Your dough, twice. And maybe, maybe what the Gemara is suggesting is maybe Rabbi Meir doesn't argue in all cases of Meiser Sheni. Maybe he only argues in Chala of Meiser Sheni. Why would he argue in Chala of Meiser Sheni? Because Halacha Lamaisa, there's a possessive, there's a possessive word written twice. Arisosechem, Arisosechem. So maybe it's Tafka only in the case of Chala, Rabbi Meir holds that dough of Meiser Sheni at the end of the day does not go ahead and require Chala. But maybe according to this version, Rabbi Meir doesn't disagree in the case of Esrug or in the case of Matzah. Good. So we'll say, so the Gemara kind of leaves that, leaves that there. Bottom line is, this Machlokas Raimer and the Chamer is a is a much more easy. Rashi quotes that the Machlokas itself actually occurs in Maseches Kiddushin, which is a fundamental Yisodistic Machlokas. At the end of the day, what is the status of Meiser Shini? Rabbi Meir is saying, Mamon Gavoa. Chachamim saying, it's yours with limitations. Which Rabbi say happens to be a fascinating machlokis in general, in terms of the, in the realm of personal ownership. See, Rabbi Meir will say, you can't tell me that it's yours if what? If what? Right? If you can't do whatever you want with it. <laughs> what do you mean it's yours? Yeah, it's yours, but you have to eat it in a particular location. You have to eat it in a certain way. You have to be in a personal state. All these, but it's yours, but it's yours. But that, that's not yours. That, that's called the Blanc Sechash Baruch Hu. We'll say it's very interesting. The Chachamim, on the other hand, really argue on this level of personal worship. They say, no, yours means it's yours to enjoy, it's yours to benefit. Yeah, there are rules. There are rules and there are limitations. But the presence of rules and limitations does not in any way constrict or limit your personal ownership. I will say it's an incredible use. So it also just in like Hashkaf HaSachayim, you know, that like the, the fundamental question of, you know, is a Jew really free? Is a Jew really, because of Pesachim, we think about Islam and Pesach, right? Are, are we really free? How can you say I'm free? I have 613 mitzvahs. I have all these mitzvahs say, all of these mitzvahs losase, all of these things I can do, I have to do, I must do, I can't do. So we'll say, so who says that the definition of freedom is the ability to do whatever you want? That is a, that is a man-made definition. And who says that's correct? Right? The, the ability, the, the definition of freedom, the, just like the definition of ownership, always comes with limitations and expectations and requirements. The shayla is, do you have autonomy over the important things in life? So even by my session, the Chaman will say, you have autonomy that you have the right to eat it. You have the right to eat it. You have the right to consume it, to enjoy it. That's called ownership. That's called personal ownership. It's an incredible, incredible yisod that has hashkafic ramifications in terms of what ownership is, what freedom is, even in the face of restrictions and limitations. Quite amazing. So now we're further narrowing this, this discussion even a bit more. And the Gemara is asking as follows. What is the halacha in terms of a person fulfilling their obligation with matzah that was made of challah of Meister Shani. So we'll say, so just if you can imagine this, you have Meister Shani, you take Chala from the Meister Shani, you give the Chala to a Kohen. Okay? Now, <coughs> now the Kohen wants to go ahead and use that Chala, 
Remember, all challah is, is a piece of dough. Coin wants to use that challah to make matzah for Pesach. So does that work? Can, can you go ahead and fulfill your obligation of matzah on Pesach with challah taken from Meiser Shani? Okay, so let's analyze. Says the Gimara, According to Rabbi it's not a shayla. Why not, Rabbi Say, Listen to this. So the Gimara says, I'll tell you why. Hashta b'chulun lo nafik b'chalaso. I'm sorry, b'chalaso remember again, Rabbi Yossi holds that halacha l'maysa, you can't use maysa sheni for matzah in general. Why not? Because Rabbi Yossi, remember again, according to Rabbi Yossi Haglili, matzah has to be consumable under all circumstances as opposed to Meister Shani, which cannot be consumed, according to Rabbi Yosef Lili, in a state of aninos, in a state of mourning. So because Meister Shani can't be consumed in a state of mourning, therefore what? Therefore, halacha l'maysa, it's not usable for, it's not usable for matzah. So Rabbi Yosef Lili says like this, according to Rabbi Yosef Lili, regular Meister Shani is not usable for matzah, then it goes without saying that the challah of Meister Shani is not going to be usable for matzah. So kiti bailacha. So where does the shaila come up? Alibu de Rabbi Akiva. The shaila is according to the position of Rabbi Akiva. Can you use the challah of Meister Shani to make matzah for Pesach? So the Gemara says bechulin who dinafik diimitamu yeishlan heter b'moshavos. So we'll remember again what was Rabbi Akiva's logic. Rabbi Akiva's logic was. That since technically speaking, if Meiser Shani becomes Tameh, you can eat it wherever you want, right? If Meiser Shani becomes Tameh, you don't have to bring it to Yerushalayim, you can eat it wherever you want. So do we say that according to Rabbi Akiva, the reason generally you could use Meiser Shani for Matzah is because if it becomes Tameh, it is what's called Heter Moshavos. You can go ahead and eat it wherever you want. Avachala if you separate our challah from Meiser Shani, and that challah becomes Tameh, you can't eat, the coin can't eat that challah where everyone else. say, what do you do with challah Tameh? The only thing you could do with challah Tameh is burn it. So technically speaking, there is no what's called Heter Moshavos. Right, so we'll say at the end of the day, remember, according, one more time, according to Rabbi Akiva, the reason why halacha you can go ahead and use matzah of Meiser Shani, even though Meiser Shani could only be consumed in Yerushalayim, and matzah has to be consumable everywhere. So how do I reconcile those two things? So remember again, what did Rabbi Akiva say? Rabbi Akiva said, no problem. Meiser Shani is also technically consumable everywhere. When? When? When it becomes Tameh. And since Meister Shani, when it becomes Tameh, is consumable everywhere, we view Meister Shani as an item that is consumable bimo shavos, wherever you are. We'll see, you hear, the, you hear that svara? We saw this a few days ago. That's Rabbi Akiva Svara. So the Gemara says, well, that svara really only applies to Meister Shani itself. Won't, what won't it apply to? It won't apply to Chala. Because Rabbi say, what happens if the Chala of Meister Shani becomes Tameh? There is no heter moshavos. You can't just eat it wherever you want because if challah becomes tameh, there's only, thing you, only one thing you could do with it, which is burn it. Burn it. So then maybe even Rabbi Akiva would say that the challah of Meiser Shani can't be used. 
So the Gemara says, "Vachalo di imitami la heter moshavo." Sorry, "Vachalo di imitami less la heter moshavo." So the Shreifa Asli lo nafik. But maybe even Rabbi Akiva would agree that halacha lemaisa you can't use the chal of meiser sheni because there is no what's called heter moshavos. If it becomes tummy, the only thing you can do with it is burn it. Odilma, or the other possibility is amrinon hoil ve'ilu lo kara ale hashem ve'etnu. So I'll say maybe say the following. Maybe say this. Well, technically, if you never designated the chala as chala, well, if you don't designate chala as chala, then what is it? Then what is it? It's just Maestro Shani. It's just regular Maestro Shani. The itmi, and then it were to become Tamei. Isle Heter Moshavos. It would be, you could consume it ultimately again wherever you are. Vinafikba, and you would be able to be yotze with matzah. Hashdanami nafik, so to here, you should be yotze as well. So we'll say, so this is really quite fascinating. So remember again, according to Yosei Agalili, so we'll say, very simple Shaila. Can you use, can a Kohen use the challah he was given from a Yisrael's Maeser Sheni? Right, so I'm Yisrael, I have Maeser Sheni, I give challah from my Maeser Sheni to the Kohen, which I will say, by the way, is, 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 this is linked to the previous sugya. Why do we give challah from Maeser Sheni? Why? Why? Because it's not Mamon Gavoa. Right, because we don't paskin like Rabbi Mary, we paskin like the Chacham. The progression here is very important. We paskin like the Chachamim. That Allah Maisa, Maisa Shani is personal property. So because it's personal property, therefore Allah Maisa, I give challah from it. So now I give challah from my Maisa Shani. Cohen wants to make challah from the Maisa Shani. Is he permitted to do so or not? So the Gemara says, according to Yosei Maisa Shani in general is off the table for challah. Right? Why? Because Rabbi Yosei Galili says challah, excuse me, matzah must be consumable in any state. And Maeser Shani is not consumable when you are in a state of mourning, in a state of aninos. Therefore, you can never fashion any matzah from Maeser Shani. Where does the Shaila come up? The Shaila comes up by Rabbi Akiva. Right? Rabbi Akiva doesn't darshan oni. Lachalti oni mimenu. Oni oni. He doesn't go ahead and make that drasha. So according to Rabbi Akiva, can you go ahead and, can you go ahead and, Make masa out of chalav Maeser Shani. So, so remember again, Rabbi Akiva's issue with Maeser Shani was what? That the Torah says matzah has to be consumable in all of your dwellings. Maeser Shani is not consumable in all of your dwellings. You have to consume it in Yerushalayim. But Rabbi Akiva says what? Technically, Maeser Shani is consumable in all of your dwellings. How or when? When? If it becomes tummy. If it becomes Tameh, so if it becomes Tameh, you could go ahead and eat it wherever you want. Therefore, since it can be eaten wherever you want on its Tameh, you also view it as if it's consumable anywhere and everywhere now. Aye, but one second. That only applies to Maeser Shani. Chalo of Maeser Shani, which becomes Tameh, what happens to that Chalo? It can only be burnt. But perhaps we could say that if you did not go ahead and separate out Chalo, the whole thing would have remained Maeser Shani. And if it would have remained Maeser Shani, and it would have become Tameh, and it would have become Tameh, you could eat it wherever you want. So too, even now, that it is Maeser Shani, you did separate Echala, and it did become Tameh, we could view it as being edible everywhere as well. So the Gemara says, Ika da Amri, an alternate version of this, Havade loti bailacha. So we'll say, according to this alternate version, the Gemara says, no, no, no. According to Rabbi Akiva, 
There's no shayla. You could even use matzah made out of chava of maitzer sheni because we say hoil. We'll say hoil means since, right? So what it would really translate, what we just said before is since if you never went ahead and separated out the chala from the maitzer sheni, the whole thing would be consumable technically everywhere in the event that it became tamay. So to even when you separate out chala, the matzah is still going to be okay because we technically still view it as consumable everywhere. So where does the shayla come up? I'm sorry. So the Gemara said, say, where does the Shiloh come up? Listen to this. With, if you, if you went ahead and you made, you made matzah from challah, which was purchased with Meister Shani money. So a little bit of a change over here, right? The coin went ahead. So I'll say, so in the previous case, we were talking about separating out challah from actual Meister Shani. Now, I have my, the coin as Meister Shani funds. He uses Meister Shani money to purchase challah. Now the shayla is, can you make matzah out of that challah? Look at Rashi for just a moment. Halakuach bekesef Meister Shani. It's right across in Tulsa's Odilma. Halakuach bekesef Meister Shani. Birushalayim kedichsev v'nasata hakesef bechol asher ta'ave nafshecha. Okay, so now watch this. According to the Rabbanon, there's not a Shaila, why not? So also listen to this. The Shaila is, what happens if you go ahead and you purchase an item, right? You purchase food with Ma'os Meiser Shani, and that food becomes Tame. What's the status of the food? So the Rabbanon say Yipadeh, no problem, it could be redeemed. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Look to Ali Bad Rabbanon. The Pligi Aled Rabbi Huda of Amri Lakuach, because of Meiser Shenitma, Yipadeh, the Alima le Mitvas Pedyona. Both say the Rabbanon hold that Allah Chalamaisa, if you purchase food with Meiser Sheni money and that food becomes Tameh, you have the ability to redeem that food. Kiti Bailacha, where does the Shaila come up? Ali Badrabi Huda, the Amari cover. Basir Rabbi Huda holds that if you go ahead and you purchase mice, you purchase food with mice or shiny money, and then that food becomes tame, there's no redemption. Rather, you just have to bury it. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, if you go ahead and you purchase food with Meister Shani money and the food that becomes Tameh, so ultimately again the Rabbanon say no problem, just redeem it. Rabbi Huda Omer Yikaver. Rabbi Huda says you have to bury it. So watch this. So the Gemara says, Mi Amrinon. So now watch this. What do you do with challah, which was purchased with Maos, with with Meister Shani money, which became Tameh, which became Tameh, according to Rabbi Yehuda, who normally says such an item would have to be buried. So do we say, so do we say that halacha if you never went ahead and used the money to purchase, if you never converted the Meister Shani to money, and you just had original Meister Shani, and that Meister Shani, and you never separated out Chala, and the Meister Shani had become Tameh, that that Meister Shani ultimately again would be consumable wherever you are, so to even in a case 
where I redeemed the Maeser Sheni for money, used the money to purchase challah, the challah became Tameya, even then it's viewed as if it could be consumed anywhere. So the Gemara says, O Dilma, Chad Hoel Armina, and Shrei Hoel Do Armina. And Rabbi will say, you know, maybe we just say one Hoel. And Rabbi will say, so, so maybe there are just so many steps that the halachic imagination could take, right? You can't, I mean, you could say, if only once, but to keep saying, if only, right? Because we'll remember again, what this, in order to go ahead and use this matzah, according to Rabbi Yehuda, what you would have to say is like this. You would have to say, had I never redeemed the Maeser Sheni onto money, and had I never used the money to purchase the challah, and had the challah never become tummy, so i.e., if the original Maeser Sheni would have remained intact, and it would have become tummy, it would have been consumable, wherever you are, and therefore, again, it's fit for use as matzah, even in this case. That's, that's reversing multiple steps. So maybe, maybe Rabbi Huda only holds that at most, you could reverse one step, meaning when I say reverse, you could view it as if you are reversing one step, but multiple steps you can't. Rava says it would appear that you can even go through these many different steps. Ultimately, why? Because again, all of this, it's essentially, it's one big Whole wheel. Okay. So we'll say so good. So that, so that, the, the, these are the machlokas in these cases. But again, I just want to point out for our purposes, just kind of with a takeaway, we have the machlokas, Rabbi Meir, uh, Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim regarding the general status of Maestro This is what you should retain. The general status of Maestro Shani. And because we paskin like the Chachamim, namely that halochala Maisa, Maestro Shani is not Mamon Gavoa. It is not consecrated property, rather it is personal property. Therefore, Allah so one is permitted to go ahead and and fashion matzah out of out of Meister Shani. And the truth is the Kohen who goes ahead and separates it, Khala from Meister Shani is permitted to make matzah from that as well. Good. Khalas told her Kiki will say next. Remember again. Going back now to the Mishnah. So the Mishnah said, if you have toda loaves, toda loaves, so we'll say you're bringing a carbon toda, and halacha lamay say you have loaves for that toda, or you were a Nazir and you're bringing your Nazarite offering at the conclusion of your neder naziros. So I will say, so remember again, the Mishnah says, can you use it for matzah? So the Mishnah said, it depends. It depends. What does it depend on? Asa'an la'atzmo in yotzim. I'm just reading from the Mishnah. If you fashioned these items, you made the toda loaves, or you made the nausea wafers for your own carbon, you're about to bring a carbon toda, or you're bringing a carbon nausea, and you made this to satisfy your obligation, then halacha so you can't use them for matzah. However, asan lim karba shuk, but if you made these items to sell them, right, I'm going to sell it in the marketplace, then halacha so I can use it for matzah. So says the Gimara, minhani mili. We'll say, from where do you know that halacha, why can't I use, who cares why I made it, why can't I use a loaf, right, as long as it's not chametz and it satisfies the criteria of matzah, who cares that I made it for my carbon toda or for my carbon zeros? why can't I use it ultimately again for matzah and Pesach? Amr Rabba, so we'll say, interesting, Machlokis Rabba says, the Amr Kra, because the Pasuk says, Amr Beis, Ushmartem es hamatzos. Because listen to this. This is incredibly important. The Torah says, you shall guard the matzahs. Matzah mishtameres l'shem matzah. So we'll say what this means is, 
in order to go ahead and in order to go ahead and fulfill one's obligation of matzah, you need shmura matzah. Shmura matzah. We'll say, what does shmura matzah mean? It means matzah which was guarded for the sake of the mitzvah of matzah. You need matzah mishtameres l'shem matzah. Matzah that has been guarded from becoming chametz for the express purpose of fulfilling the mitzvah of matzah. Take a look at the top Rashi. Lamed Chesam Adeis. Kol shimur sha'ata mishamra shalotachmitz hiskavin l'shem matzah shal mitzvah. With this entire time when you make sure, we'll say, this is going to be incredibly important because remember what the Gemara is, the, the whole idea that we have a concept of Shmura Matzah, right, comes from this Gemara. Because remember again, comes from this Pasuk, excuse me. Because we'll say, remember again, technically speaking, before I saw this, if you ask me, what's the din of Matzah? Din of Matzah is very simple. I need to use Matzah. That's not Chometz. That's the din of Matzah. It can't be Chometz. But what you see about say over here is that the Gemara is understanding that no, there's an element of kavana that is part of the production of matzah as well. Ushmartem es hamatzos. What does it mean? The matzos mean shmira. So Rabbah's understanding it means it means needs shmira. It means guarding l'shem mitzvah. But dafka l'shem mitzvahs matzah. As opposed to, let's say, the wafer used for a carbon toda, or the wafer used for your carbon zeros, where these matzos are guarded. It's true that they're guarded, but they're guarded for the sake of a separate mitzvah. They're guarded for carbonic purposes. They're not being guarded for the sake of matzah's mitzvah. I'll say, so this, this, this line, this statement of Rabbah is incredibly important. That the matzahs used to discharge our biblical obligation on the night of the Seder, Ushmartem es hamatzos, they require a shmira l'shem mitzvah's matzah. And I will say, now of course you know what's going to be the fundamental shayla. The fundamental shayla is from what point in time is this particular shmira necessary? So of course this is the big machlokes haposkin by shmura matzah. Is it shmura Mishas Ketzira, Shmura Mishas Tchina. Does it have to be guarded from the time that you harvest the wheat? Does it have to be guarded ultimately again from the time that you grind the wheat? So that's a machlokas. That's a machlokas in halacha, which hopefully one of these days we will, uh, we will get into. But I will say, but suffice it to say, Rabbi says, therefore the Mishnah says, you cannot use the matzahs of your carbon toga or the matzahs of your carbon nazir because those matzahs were not guarded, quote unquote, for the sake of matzah, for the sake of the mitzvah of matzah. They were guarded for some other reason. For some carbonic reason, and therefore can't be used. Good. So the Gemara says, So we'll say that's Rabbah. Rav Yosef disagrees. Rav Yosef Amakra, Shivas Yomim Matzos Tochelu. So this is very interesting. Rav Yosef says there's a different reason. You know why you can't use the matzah of Karbanos, of Nazir, or of Toda for a totally different reason? The Torah says by matzah, for seven days you shall eat matzah. What do we learn from here? is much simpler. The halacha of matzah on Pesach requires that your matzah be consumable for how long? Seven days. We'll say, if you're talking about the matzahs of your karbanos, we'll say karbanos have a limited window of consumption. Right? So the, 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 the matzahs of a carbon toda 
or the matzah is ultimately again of a carbon nazir, can be consumed for one day and one night. So that does not allow for the consumption of seven days. Very interesting. We'll say, so fundamental machlokas between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef. I just want to point out, everyone is agreeing, I will say, on the Iker Halacha, right? In other words, remember, I just want to point out, the din in the Mishnah is not disputed, right? The din in the Mishnah is, if you're bringing a carbon, you're bringing a carbon toldi, you're bringing a carbon nazir, and you have matzahs for those carbonos, you cannot use those matzahs to satisfy your obligation of achilas matzah on Pesach. If you made it for resale, then you can use it. We'll get to that in just a moment. We're trying not to figure out why is it, why can't I use my sacrificial matzahs ultimately again for the mitzvah matzah on Pesach? Rabbo, because again, the matzahs you use on Pesach have to be specifically guarded for the mitzvah of matzah. Not for the mitzvah of karbanos, and these were these were made and quote unquote guarded for the mitzvah of karbanos. Rav Yosef vachalta shivas yamim matzos tochelu. Matzah has to be consumable for seven days. These matzos are not consumable for seven days. They're only consumable for one day. Therefore, halacha lemaisa not usable. So Tanya kavase derabo. Vitanya kavase derab Yosef. Shavos we have a brayse that supports both of these opinions. Tanya Kavase de Rabbo, the Bryce that supports Rabbo, Yachol Yetze Yedechovaso, Bechalos Todo Rekike Nozir, you might have thought that one could fulfill their matzah obligation on Pesach with Toda loaves, when I say loaves, you understand, I mean loaves, Toda matzahs, or Nozir matzahs, Tamad Lomar, Ushmartem es Hamatzos, Matzah Mishtameres Leshe Matzo, Therefore, most of the Torah says, The matzah you use on the night of Pesach, right, to fulfill your obligation, must be matzah guarded for the sake of matzah, not matzah guarded for the sake of karbanas. So we'll say that's the b'risa that supports Rabbo. Tanya Kavasi de Rav Yosef, we have a b'risa that supports Rav Yosef, you might have thought that a person could fulfill their matzah obligation with, with the, with the matzahs of a carbon toda or the matzahs of your carbon nazir. Talmud Lomar, Shivas Yamim Matzos Tochelu. Matzah Nachelis Lishiva, Yosazu Shainer Nachelis Lishiva, Ella Liyom Valaila. Shabbos say, therefore, what? In order for matzah to be used on Pesach, it has to be consumable for seven days. This comes to exclude matzah, which can only be consumed for one day and one night. Good. Shabbos say, so this, <coughs> this is the machlokas. I be safe Shabbos say, isn't there another reason why you can't use the matzahs of a carbon toda or of a carbon nazir? After all, again, the Torah says, Lechemoni, Misha ne'echal ba'aninos, Yotza ze'ashe'inu ne'echal ba'aninos, ala besimcha. Shabbos say, this was the drush of, of, of Rabbi Yossi Aglili. Right, Rabbi Yossi Aglili, remember Rabbi Yossi Aglili said, the reason you can't use, you can't use matzah of Maiser Shini was why? Because halacha la 
because halacha lemaisa ultimately again oni oni right lech so basically dashin lechem oni sorry lechem oni means that bread that could be eaten even in a state of aninos in a state of mourning and I will say remember these sacrificial items cannot be consumed while in a state of mourning. If that's the case, halacha lamaisa, that's why they can't be used for matzah. Savala krabi akiva da amar aniksid. So we'll say ultimately again, he holds the krabi akiva, who holds that, no, 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 the drasha is not oni. Rather again, the drasha is ani. The drasha is ani. Right? Rabbi Akiva said that matzah has to be poor man's bread, not only with an aleph, but only with an ayin. I have a safely the matzah shira. Supposedly, it's very interesting. Why don't we say the reason you can't use the matzahs of the nazir or the matzahs of the of the carbon toda is because it's matzah shira. It's matzah shira. So we'll say because remember again now, what, why is it matzah shira? Because as we're going to see, these loaves have oil. When I say these, these matzahs have oil mixed in. So because they have oil mixed in. So remember, even Rabbi Akiva say fine. So you say it's not it's not lechem oni like aninos, but rather it's lechem oni with an eye like Rabbi Akiva, poor man's bread. Fine. So say therefore that halacha lemaisi can't use these particular matzahs from carbon nazar from carbon toda because ultimately again they're matzah shira. Amar Shmuel bar Rabbi Yitzchak reviasi umischalakesi lekamachala. So this is very interesting. That's not really a problem because we'll say if you think about it. There's really very little oil compared to the number of loaves which are fashioned. In other words, there's only, there's only a quarter of a log of oil that's used for all of these loaves. So the amount of oil that actually gets into each independent matzah or loaf is so minuscule that it does not go ahead and transform the matzah into matzah ashira. Okay, the seifuk lay the inon neachalas shavos. But why don't you say that halachalamaisa? The reason you can't use the matzahs of the nazir or the matzahs of the toda is because they can't be eaten in all of your dwelling places. And as I say, remember again, the Torah says which means the matzah you use to fulfill your obligations on Pesach has to be a matzah which is consumable wherever you live. These are sacrificial items. And halacha lemaisa, they can't be consumed outside of Yerushalayim. Amrei Shlokish, Zosa Meres, Chalos Todo, Rukike Nazir, Ne'echalun Binov V'givom. So Shlokish says, this teaches us a very important halacha, namely, that the loaves of Toda, Chalos Toda, and Rukike Nazir, that these chalamatzas, excuse me, these todamatzas and these nazir matzas are consumed in nov and givon. That I will say, nov and givon were the areas where halacha lemaisa again the mishkan was situated for temporary periods during the t- before the base hamikdash was built. In fact, I will say if you take a quick look at Rashi, very quickly, just because of time. So I will say, so this is Rashi divrei hamaschil chalos toda urikiki nazir nechalos benov givon. But if you look where the lines of Rashi get wide, one, two, three, four, five lines in, middle of the line right after the period. This is actually very interesting. Rashi says, Listen to this little crash course in Jewish history. After the Jewish people crossed over the Yardin, So we'll say, 
for the 14 years of Kibush and Chiluk, of what we call the literally conquering and dividing of the land of Israel under Yoshua. So the Mishkan was situated in Gilgal, in Gilgal, excuse me. Misheba, afterwards, Baul Shiloh, the Achashachilko, Vahukva, Mishkasham, Venesra Bamas. After, so after those 14 years, they established the Mishkan in Shiloh. In Shiloh, and that is where the Mishkan remained. At that point in time, Rashi points out over here that Bamas, Bamas are individual altars, were, were prohibited. Ultimately, again, then Shiloh was destroyed during the times of Elia Cohen. Then the Mishkan came to Nov. Well, there wasn't really a Mishkan. There was a structure that housed the Aram. Right? The, that was in Nov. Remember again, Nov, Ir Kohanim, was slaughtered by Shaul. Then when the Plishtim went ahead and returned, the Aron a little bit later on, the Mishkan remained, or the Aron remained in Kiryas Ya'arim, that was in the times of David HaMelech, and then ultimately David HaMelech brings the Aron to Yerushalayim, where he builds it a temporary structure, where it remains ultimately until Shlomo HaMelech went ahead and built the base of Mekdash. You'll, t- you'll take it that, look, look at that Rashi on your own, because the Rashi happens to be quite fascinating, and actually gives a wonderful discussion regarding the permissibility of using bamos, individual altars, pretty much from the time we enter into Eretz Yisrael up until the building of the Beis HaMikdash. But the point over here is, it becomes clear that Halacha Lamaisa becomes that, that ultimately again, Chalos, Chalos Toda and Rikike Nazir were consumed in Nov and Givon. Even outside of the Beis HaMikdash, when the, Mishit, when the Mishkan stood or the Aron stood in Nov and Givon, which gives us essentially the ability to say that these items can be consumed by Shavos. Tanya Amr Abilai, Shatis Rabbi Eliezer, Mao Shiyetzi Adam Bechalos Toda Rikike Nazir. So let's listen to this. We have a Bryce. Rabbi Eloi says, I want to ask Rabbi Eliezer, can a person fulfill his obligation on Pesach with Matzah that comes from Chalos Toda Rikike Nazir? Amr Li, Lo Shamati. said, I don't know. I never heard the answer to this. Basi v'shalti of Rabbi Yoshua. I came and I asked this in front of Rabbi Yoshua. Amr li hari amru chalos todu rikiki nazir shasam yatsmo ein adam yotzei bahen yotzei bahen lim karba shok yotzei bahen. So I came and I asked Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yoshua said, "Yes, it depends. If you made these items for your own sacrificial purposes, then you cannot go ahead and use it for matzah. But if you just made it to be able to sell it in the shuk." You can use it for matzah. So the Gemara says, Kishabasi Rabbi Eliezer. When I came and I retold it in front of Rabbi Eliezer, Amrali Bris Ultimately, yes, this is correct. This is the halacha as it was told to Moshe in Har Sinai. So we'll say so. Therefore, really just espousing what we saw in our Mishnah. So we'll say the alternate version has this, that Rebbe says, yes, this is correct, this is exactly what was said to Moshe, but still, we need to understand the reason for it. Does it not require a reason? So we'll say, what is the reason? Why, why is there a distinction between the Toda Matzahs, the Nazir Matzahs, that you make for your own sacrificial purposes, which cannot be used for the mitzvah of matzah, versus those which you go ahead and make for resale in the shuk, which can be used for the mitzvah of matzah, to which the Gemara is very simple. Amar Rabbah, kol shuk imluche mimlach. 
as we'll say in general, whenever a person makes something for resale purposes to sell it, he always has in mind the following. If I'm able to sell it, I'll sell it. And if I can't sell it, I can always use it for my own purposes. Therefore, I will say, to close out the sugya, anytime you have leftover matzahs from your own sacrifices, from your own karbanas, your karbanas, your karban doda, you cannot use that to satisfy the mitzvah of matzah. Why not? Machlokis Rabba and Rav Yosef. Rabu shmartem es hamatzis, it requires shmira for the sake of matzah, not shmira for some other mitzvah. Rabbi Yosef, matzah has to be consumable for seven days. This matzah is not consumable for seven days, it's only consumable for one day and one night. I so why is it okay if you made it for resale in the shuk? Because we'll say, again, the Gemara Sarabbah says it's a very simple yisod. Whenever a person fashions something for commerce purposes, there is always the possibility that what? That what? That halacha lamaisi says to himself that what? If I can't sell it, then, then I'll just use it for myself. I just want to point out, by the way, those of you in the Smichas Chavish here, you know this is very interesting because we saw the exact opposite, right? By Hilchos Mukta. By Hilchos Mukta, interestingly enough, anything set aside for commerce purposes, merchandise purposes, is automatically Mukta because we assume that a person dafka sets that aside from any type of non-use. It could be perishables are different. Perishables are different. Right? That halacha lamaisa says when you're taking the matzahs and you're going to sell them in the shuk, if you don't sell it, what are you going to do with it? So because if you don't sell it, you could eat it. Therefore, halacha lamaisa, one could go ahead and use that for their... So again, anything you make for your own sacrificial purposes cannot be used for the mitzvah matzah, rabbi, rabbi Yosef, but anything you make to go ahead and sell in the shuk, you can because there's always the unstated stipulation. If I can't sell it, I can always use it for myself. I will say tomorrow, Mirat Hashem, we begin a new sugya of Maror. Very exciting, very sweet and exciting sugya of Maror. Tomorrow, La Matesim, La Abba, the Mishnah, Yashikayach. We'll say anyone I put on the WhatsApp, the, the, the beautiful Dafyomi notebooks. If anybody would like a Dafyomi notebook with the commitment to take notes every single day on the Daf, please enjoy. Wacht